0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law and a very good saturday morning to you marlins nation thanks for wanting with us steven strom here the marlins fall to the brewers in game one of this three game tilt 16 to 1 as always for the recap here's your radio voice of Miami marlins kyle c Luff. Well, not a whole lot to say tonight. Marlins opening up a three-game crucial weekend series against the Brewers, and Milwaukee scored 12 runs on nine hits in the top of the second inning. It was a bullpen day for Miami, and it simply did not work. The Brewers went 16-1 to tonight. This is the 10th inning show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seelhoff and Nellie. We'll make this quick. Um, I think the bottom line is it just really doesn't matter what happened here tonight. This did not go well, but um, they only lost one game. They're going to be a game back tomorrow with the Cubs in the National League wildcard race. They've just got to pick themselves up and get a good start from Jesus Lazardo
1: Right. You know, I don't even know if Skip even... Schumacher even says anything to them. I mean, you could easily go in and say, hey, this was an embarrassing embarrassment. You know, we still didn't play clean baseball after the Mets series. We got to clean it up. We can't be given outs away. You could easily say that, or I think everybody in that clubhouse already knows that this was an embarrassing game. Whenever you have to have a position player throw and you have to get two innings out of them and Jacob Stallings, then you know it's not going well. So, yes, you'd have to forget about it. You're still... Only a game out, and that's the positive thing. That's that's I, I think that's what you have to take out of this. And
0: hopefully, Jesus Lizardo can give him a good start tomorrow.
2: Yeah,
1: and, and it, it, he dictate he dictates the tone tomorrow. I mean, he's got to go out. He knows the job at hand. He knows he needs to get deep into the ball game. You have to try to eliminate some of these outs in the bullpen. These guys are, are running on fumes and it's starting to show. You got to give a good, solid start. And you just have to match zeros. You, you know, you know Woodruff is going to be very tough on the other side with the Brewers and you have to match that if you're Jesus Lizardo. He has to set the tone. He's going to dictate how that game's going to go tomorrow. All right, Nelly, I'll see you at 4
0: o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Well, hopefully it's a good one, Kyle. Yep, that's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ballgame tonight. We'll go right to the second inning. Uh, JT Shagwat was on in the first. He tossed two-thirds of an inning. uh, Stephen Okert came on, and it just started to unravel. He walked the leadoff man, Willie Adamas, in the second, and then Josh Donaldson came to the plate. 2-2 pitch. Donaldson swings, and he hits it high and deep to left field. This is trouble. De La Cruz going back. He's at the wall, and it's gone. That's a two-run bomb for Josh Donaldson. It's his third as a Milwaukee Brewer, and the Brewers have the early lead tonight. It's 2-0 here in the second. Stephen Okert would then strike out Bryce Terang, but then after back-to-back walks to Blake Perkins and Christian Yelich, Wilson Contreras got in on the fun. Ball. 2-0 pitch, ground ball, pass, a rise into right field. And the base hit, rounding third and scoring as Perkins on his way to third As Yelich. It's an RBI single for William Contreras, and the Brewers have a 3-0 lead. And following Contreras in the second inning was Carlos Santana. Here's the 3-1 pitch to Santana, and that is roped on a line into right field. That's a base hit. Yelich will score easily. Santana's on his way to second, going to third is Contreras. It's 4-0 Milwaukee, and they're just pouring it on here early tonight. And it would not stop for Milwaukee in the second. The next man to follow is Mark Canna. First pitch to Canna is slammed high and deep to right center field. Jazz is going back on the run at the wall, and it's off the wall. One run is going to score. Jazz bobbles the baseball. Here comes Santana. He's going to score, and it's 6-0 Brewers. And unfortunately, it would not stop there. Sal Freelich collected an RBI single. Willie Adamas singled. The Milwaukee Brewers sent 15 men to the plate. In the second inning, Bryce Tereng would collect an RBI single. Perkins, a two uh, RBI double. Christian Yelich capped off a 12-run nine hit. Top of the second inning with a two-run homer, his 18th of the season. He would hit his 19th, a three-run shot in the sixth inning tonight. The Marlins did get a run in this ball game. It came courtesy of John Birdie, who slammed a leadoff shot in the bottom of the eighth inning off of the former Atlanta Brave, Bryce Wilson. So Milwaukee wins this ballgame 16-1 tonight for the Brewers. 16 runs, 15 hits, one error, eight men left on base. For Miami, a run, five hits, no errors, eight men left on base. Base. Corbin Burns beats Stephen Okert. Burns now ten and eight this season. Okert falls to three and two. Total time of game, two hours and fifty-three minutes, fifteen thousand eight hundred and eighty-four at Lone Depot Park tonight. Miami now seventy-nine and seventy-five. A game back of the Cubs for that final wild card spot. The Milwaukee Brewers are 88 and 66. They're headed back to the playoffs for the fifth time in the last six seasons. For the Miami Marlins on the mound tonight, they simply struck out two, and $50 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say, get his reaction
2: after the game one loss to the Brewers.
3: Skip, how frustrating is a game like that?
2: I think pitching, I've said it before, sets the tone, and when you walk, you know, the first five of the ten hitters, I think it was, and the hit-by-pitch, um, you know, we got out there, Oki got him out of the first inning, JT out of the first inning with a, um, a free lick, you know, obviously, and then came back out, walked a couple guys, hoeing, walked a few guys, hit-by-pitch, and then, um, you know, they, then we just couldn't get it an out, and, you know, a little sloppy defense at times, but for the most part, you know, they they just hit they they hit the ball hard, and um, you know, we just couldn't we couldn't make an out for a while there, so it was a it was a tough game, tough second inning.
0: Yeah. Um on the offensive side just Burns Well you guys guys pitch count up but just not able to
2: capitalize on them. Yeah, it's tough when you're, you know, out there defensively for it feels like, you know, period of time, 15, 20 minutes it felt like um, and then trying to put together at-bats against Burns. I thought they did a, a pretty good job of, of competing and getting in deep counts and uh, yeah, you're right, five innings off Burns, I would have taken that um, if it wasn't, you know, 12 or 13 nothing at the time when he came out of the game. So, uh, uh, yeah, they, I thought, you know, there's a couple guys that took some, you know, good at bats, good at bats, long at bats, but, uh, you know, that's just uh, one to try to forget about you know, as soon as we can. Especially with,
0: again, time running out of the only eight games left now, just the importance of being able to try and just flush
2: those. Yeah, I mean, it's part of being a big leader is you got to flush the loss, flush the bad game. Um, doesn't matter if it's May or September. Um, it's really important that, you know, we come back tomorrow and, um, you know, try to do whatever we can to beat them tomorrow. Um, you know, they have some good pitching, so, we you know, we have to... We have to throw our you know our best at them as far as on the on the mound and try to you know match whatever they're matching um, you know today was a tough one um you're going to have those every now and then, but um you know a tough one, a tough one today for for you know our pitching staff, but you know they'll they'll they're going to get another shot because that this is what we, this is we're, we're going to be uh, having a couple openers, um, you know as far as uh, you know what the rotation looks like, um, remainder of the season, and so we're going to have to get it right. And um, you know Holing's been great all year for us in in that role coming out of the bullpen. Um, tough day today, um, you know in a couple days, hopefully he bounces back and and, um, and does what he does. Because because that, that that's that's a, that's an outlier for what his um, season really looks like. And uh, take that away. He's had a good year so far. So hopefully we can get him back on track uh, for his next uh, either start or uh, when he comes out of the pen. You
3: mentioned the walks. It's not just today, but it seems like in the second half that's kind of been an issue off and on. Why do you think that's the case for the staff as a well?
2: uh, whole? Well, I think it's a couple guys, you know, in general. I don't think it's the entire staff. I think there is a couple guys that, you know, we've, we've – know, helped out throughout the course of the year of trying to get them back on track and understanding that filling up the zone is with your stuff. I think we've explained that for, you know, since spring training of just throwing it in the strike zone and trust your stuff. Um, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of the guys, uh, you know, some of the the younger guys were a little bit fatigued maybe um, and they caught the second wind in the second half. I think that might have been some of it. Um, But yeah, you know, we don't give ourselves a real good chance when we're walking guys. And they know that it mean it's nothing that you know they don't already know and they're frustrated and um it's not like we're gonna, you know, talk to them because they know. They know to fill up the strike zone. Uh, we have to be on the attack. If we're not on the attack, we're not in a good position. That's who we've always been. That's what we've been all year, and uh, we have to get back to that. Again, it's one game.
0: Uh, taking out Ryzenberger out early just because of what the score was, and them coming back. And
2: yeah, it didn't make much sense to try to push them through what they're going through right now, uh, down twelve runs. Um, I, I never say, you know, we're punting a game or anything like that because that's not what I, I'm doing. I'm trying to make sure they're healthy for this run. They're, they did everything they could to get in that game. Um, down 12 nothing. it didn't make much sense. I mean, Louie made two good plays early on. You saw him hobbling back to his position. Uh, you know, Berger trying to retreat back to third base after that one play uh, in the hole. Um, he couldn't get there. Um, so there's still, there's still some stuff going on, um, but they're doing everything they can to get in. It didn't feel the, like the move was to th- watch them play defensively for eight more innings when it was uh, the score was looking like that.
3: The other day you had mentioned
0: the defense as well. Maybe you said the guys were trying out too hard today. Do you think it was just because the way that inning was spiraling just – you know like not covering the vacant third maybe
2: the bobble here and there yeah i I think he got kind of caught going in the in the uh five six hole and uh maybe thought hoeing was going to go over there to to cover uh then realized and and retreated but again like his injury you know that kind of stuff um you know it, was, it wasn't a good game. I mean, there's nothing I can really – it's tough to find, uh, you know, a couple of positives when you're in that game. Um, I think everybody just wants to eat and get the hell out of here and, and come back tomorrow and, and uh, do the best they can to flush it and, and try to win the game tomorrow.
1: Thanks,
2: Gary.
0: All right, we're right back at it on Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a 410 first pitch. Jesus Lazardo toes the rubber from Miami. He goes opposite Brandon Woodruff. I've got Marlins on deck at 340. As always, we hope you can join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by
3: AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.